If I was ready. If anybody has a hidden immunity idol and you want to play it, now would be the time to do so. The queen stays queen. You said Russell Feathers. Did you do that? Yeah. I'm supposed to glamour you. We have great bananas all the time. Dude, my prize isn't even a million dollars. My prize was that I, I, fell in, I, I fell in love in this game. Love at first sight. Her name is Candace. You officially go down as the dumbest survivor ever. Welcome to Nucking. Well, personal light. We are a survivor podcast here to talk about all things survivor, more specifically the events of this past week. Uh, and also last week. So I'm Nathan. Yeah. And this is Tony. And Tony, we did that cute little thing we like to do where uh if any scheduling conflict comes up, we say, okay, we'll record the next day and then the next day, and then Monday happens and survivors out of the brain until our Wednesday. <laughs> exactly. It, and it sucks because last week was just like just straight up like good survivor, just like basic, nothing crazy happened, just like a great idol play, like just good survivor overall. And so that was just really fun to see. It was really fun to see. Uh, so we definitely will be talking about last week's episode on top of this week's episode. Uh, but yeah, this season is definitely shaping up to be a good one. I think it was a strong start. It's having a fairly strong middle uh, and I don't know, depending on how this plays out the next couple of weeks, this might be my favorite of this new era. I'll just say that. Interesting. You don't, don't have to I have I'd a response it. or answer right now. I'm just No, I know. I know. I'm thinking about it now, though, that now that you brought it up, I don't think it compares to last season, like during the season, how I felt like I was having so much fun last season, like mid season. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end, and then we all know the reason that it's not super highly regarded in my mind, at least I've talked about it a million times. So I wouldn't put it up to that level yet. But yeah, it's been fun. It's been solid. Um, I feel like I have to forget about my frustrations with the amount of advantages and two weeks ago. Um, but overall, it's been a good season, I suppose. And I'll just say the same thing I've been saying for the past four seasons now. It is truly bizarre how many advantages they try to throw in because they don't affect the outcome hardly at all. Because yeah. this week, we saw a fake idol go home with the person voted out, which mm-hmm. is the second time this has happened this season. Just useless, useless yeah. advantages that they're trying to throw in. And what was the best episode of the season so far? Last week, when it was just a good old-fashioned, here's an idol, Oh, I just saved the person who would have gone home. Cool. Just get it back to the basics and it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how little the, all these different advantages are mattering overall. Yeah. It's, I would love to find out what that, what, you know, is, is there an official term for the correlation of how that works? Like the more you throw in, the less they're actually going to be used. Cause that, kind of feels like what's happening <laughs> mm-hmm. and if you were to just throw fewer of them in maybe they would be used more i don't know i don't know what that's like um but yeah let's talk um about last week uh just briefly i think we can mostly focus on the the tribal aspect mm-hmm. um because i think i mentioned uh before we recorded to you i found it interesting how these two episodes kind of related to each other because essentially, the outcome of going into tribal council was the same. We have these two tribes, uh, Ratu and Soka. I'm getting good at saying their names, by the way. Got to get, get give myself some credit for that one. But they're, they're orange they're and green. Heads. For those of you who don't know, orange and green, <laughs> the original orange and green. And then you got Tika, purple, who has been in the middle, pretty much the entire merge. And for the past two weeks, they have the three of them have kind of dictated where the vote's going. And the interesting thing is they're still targeting Ratu as of now, uh, two weeks in a row where they got a Ratu out. Uh, so that's kind of the context of both weeks. Uh, we, we can we can dive into that a little bit um, later because I think this we can focus more on this episode. Uh, but yeah, what did you think of last week's tribal uh, idol play? Brandigan blindsided. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. Like I said, it's just a very, like a classic, like just great idol play. Um, 
I'm not even like that big of a Danny fan, but I like Franny. So I was pumped that he was willing to play it for her. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just always fun to see blind sides like that. Um, Brandon wasn't super interesting, but he was a threat. And so getting him out was, was exciting. Um, it felt like he was a well-used idol, obviously because it worked, but also because it got out someone because they, they had the, oh, well, it's interesting because Tika is just all over the place. They're just kind of doing their own thing. Um, but they all voted for, or a couple of them voted for Franny, at least. I think that's probably yes. the most interesting part. And that has to be like, hey, we're going to vote with you or vote with them to make them think we're on their side. Like, they have to have had that conversation with Danny, Franny, and Heidi, right? Wait, say that again? What conversation? Like, why would they? So they voted. I, okay, so Carson and Jam Jam for sure, right? Those were the two that voted for uh, Franny. Yes, correct. So those two voted for Franny, but they were aware of the plan. They were on mm-hmm. um, the Green Tribe's team, Soka's team. So did they? Did they tell Soka they were going to do that, or or I'm just kind of wondering where that where that came from. So. Before this week's episode, I had a theory that I thought was perfectly sound, and it kind of blew mm-hmm. up because the fact that they're still working with uh, Soka. But my thinking was, and I don't know, I'm I'm just assuming because Carson's that archetype that he came up with this plan. But knowing that an idol was going to be played on behalf of Franny, your votes are almost useless in the sense mm-hmm. that. You know, whoever you vote, like, you don't really have sway anymore because they already decided we're going to play the idol. So no matter where the votes go. So I think the thinking could be, let's make our votes mean something. And I think in that sense, we know Franny's staying. Well, let's put votes on her to set ourselves up looking real good with Ratu for next week because we can say, um, yeah, hey, we voted with you. And there was, uh, I I wasn't the one who found this. I saw it online. Um, Jam Jam put a check mark on his vote uh, next yep. to so, and people have done that in the past quite often. Trying he to, wants it to be known that it's him, right? Yes, yes. So you can say ahead of time, hey, when you see a check mark, it's my vote. So that like, there's obviously no other. So like to prove you're voting with them. So that was my thinking. Now the fact that they're not working with Ratu in this episode. Disproves that a little bit, perhaps. I'm not sure. Uh, because mm-hmm. this would have been the episode to be like, hey, Ratu, like we didn't know about Franny going home, you know, or like, you know, being saved this week or something like that. Um, so I don't know. It would have been a cool theory, but I don't think. Yeah, it, it almost makes me wonder if they like had a conversation with Danny and Franny and Heidi and they were like, hey, Danny, it'll look a lot better if we also vote for Franny so you negate more votes and then that just looks better for you long term like it's a mm. bigger idol play I wonder if they, they kind of stoked his evil his ego that not evil ego that way um and everybody knew Franny was safe so it wasn't a huge concern that is risky and I wouldn't want to hear that like hey I'm gonna vote for you but don't worry Danny's gonna play an idol for you but yeah there was no well Franny did want to take that shot this week. She was like, Tika's kind of in the middle. Maybe we want to take a shot at them. So maybe she's the only one that really put together what was what's happening with them. It, it could be uh, because I, I don't know. Like, I would hope that if I was in that position, I would pick up on the hints like these three have all the control right now. <laughs> and they're kind of playing both sides. You know, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's easier said than done, obviously, watching it through a screen as opposed to being there. But yeah, like you, you gotta wonder. They can't keep this up for much longer, right? I think that's it. I think there, there had to have been some sort of conversation as to why they voted for Franny when they were in on the plan to play an idol for Franny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she is seeing okay, Tika's just chilling in the middle and just going with wherever they want. They're a problem. Danny just immediately shuts that down, and she's like, "All right, whatever. Like, I'm not gonna push this." Because Danny had his little, little thing about her going against the family. That was kind of weird. Like, okay, get it from, you're from New York, I guess. Cool, man. Well, it is it is fascinating. I think just Franny and Danny's relationship. And I think that's what I kind of liked 
in that episode as well is I always like these little survivor moments where you see two people who seemingly don't have a lot in common, but like have mm-hmm. this bond where he is willing to like use his advantage that he found fair and square on somebody else that I, I believe it was, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it was the episode just before this where Franny was halfway throwing Danny's name out there. Like, Hey, maybe we should look at Danny as a threat. Um, I could be right. She said at some point this season, I know that. And so I like to see like that progression um, where he's using an idol. And even like this episode where they're going head to head as for uh, individual immunity. Like, I don't know. It, it's a really cool thing. I like to see alliances form very naturally like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we lost Brandon. I'm not we did lose Brandon. too upset about it. Uh I don't know. I feel I, like I, he he did what he could, and he was like entertaining for what I think he added to the season. And it would reach that point where it's like, all right, we yep, we got uh, like enough of what you what you bring. Yes, to the table. I I agree, and I think with him going home, it really opened up a lot of things because maybe it's just the image of having a big strong guy, but like you almost do view that archetype as the leader of whatever group he's associated with. And so I think Mm -hmm. like for, for Lauren and uh, Jamie, like he definitely felt like the, the, the driving force, like we got to stick together. We got to vote together. And so, yeah, I mean like, you know, with him being gone, I think that opens up other possibilities. Uh, And again, we didn't see those possibilities yet, but maybe we will. And I think we'll have to next week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Since we lost another original rat too. We did, which is interesting. Like I would have thought Tika would have wanted to make the jump and flip to the other side again and then flip back, but they went two in a row. Yeah, well, because going Which maybe is better. I I yeah, I think it's tough because like going into this episode, it was pretty much three 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 if you're looking at just original tribes. So I think like the majority didn't really swing any sort of way. I think like the previous week it made sense to get Ratu out since there was four of them. But now I think like it is, well, who do you want? <clears throat> and we did see a lot of back and forth between Jam Jam and Carolyn of like mm-hmm. Carolyn really wanting uh, Danny out and Jam Jam really wanting Kane out both for very bitter petty reasons which i yep. love but they each have their own like very specific motivation mm-hmm. so i don't yeah. know i think it could go either way yeah it'll be interesting I, I mean i guess danny's probably the big target next but franny's won two immunities so it'll be interesting to see if she becomes more of a threat now that she's won two in a row i think that's my biggest takeaway from this episode is if Franny isn't the like number one on everyone's radar, they're not looking at this game correctly. <laughs> and no one ever really is, I think. Like when you think of like the I think I've I've said this before. I'm gonna say it again. When you think of like the legendary challenge people, you obviously think of Ozzy, you obviously think of Joe, Malcolm, some of these guys. But then there's so many people who or just as dominant that just aren't brought up as much. People like uh, Chrissy in 35 yep. was, was a force of like people like that. who I believe she tied the individual muni record for females. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so it, it come like they come in all shapes and sizes. These the winners of these challenges. Mm-hmm. And so you just have to judge based on who's actually winning them. Not so much who's, built like they should be winning them yeah well and i think the a lot of these challenges they like very few of them are based on simply strength uh or strength even might help but it's more like, willpower and focus well yeah i think it's more like coordination i think it's more mm. you know focus i'm sure like being athletic helps to a, a bit but like how many of these immunity challenge are just last one standing in this position you know, and I think that's like anyone's game because that's really just a mental game at that point. Um, but yeah, I think like that's that's my takeaway is like the fact that she has won two out of I mean, what have we had? Have we had like technically three maybe individual? I don't even know if two. There's only been two individual. 
Because when um, Matt went, it was the full split, right? Well, when Matt went, Brandon had it. Yep. So it's three. Yeah. Well, Brandon, Brandon and Franny both won for their yeah. own teams, but Franny beat Brandon out. So, I mean, like, technically, mm-hmm. Brandon won that week too, but like, Franny won the overall. So, yeah, it's yeah. been Franny and then last week, Lauren and now Franny again. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as much as we commented on girls going out early this season, they're really picking it up in the second half for sure. Yeah, and I feel like most times I, I can only think of one example that where that wasn't the case. Like it always kind of balances out towards the end. I think right. the majority like, of the time. One, once you get to the merge, it's like let's get the strong people out now. Mm-hmm. But they're still defining strong person under the wrong, you know, terms. <laughs> yeah, but like, regardless of how many went, like how many Franny wins. Depending on that last sec- last challenge or second to last challenge, I might put my money on somebody who has like the muscle mass to support it uh, because they're so weak at that point and like they've been playing for mm. so long. So I think there still is something to um, Brandon and Danny and some of these more muscular people are big threats. I th- yeah, I feel like there's something to like a lot of them are gone. So we do see some weaker in quotations people winning later on because all the strong people are gone well so the I, numbers are kind of fudged that way i think i think a good example of that line of thinking is take a look at carson over here who mm-hmm. we were praising during some of these uh group immunity wins of how good he was at you know puzzles how he bulked up for the season all these things and now he's you know Every single episode, he's just cold and wet and wants food. And then Danny's mm-hmm. over here like, oh, I don't need food. I'm good. So I think yeah. like <laughs> maybe that's a good point to what you're saying. Yeah, he's just like built for it more. So if you're going to put him in day 25 for the final immunity challenge, I don't care if Franny's won a couple. I'd probably still put my money on Danny just because he's built for it. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, the other thing about Franny is I got to own my mistake because obviously my winner pick went home this week (laughs) in Kane. And if you remember, I believe it was episode one of this season where I specifically said, I am so tempted to put all my money on Franny, but I will not do that because she is the archetype that I keep falling for. And this time it feels (laughs) like this was the closest shot I got. (laughs) Yep, yep. that was a mistake. Shan, I mean, okay, I'll still stand by Shan, though. That first half, you cannot tell me that wasn't a winner's edit that they Mm -hmm. won. Like, whatever. Okay, I'm over it. What's an edit? Uh, We don't talk about it. Correct. Uh, Tori, you know, big mistake. Ellie, big mistake. Franny, I I specifically said I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this seemingly strategic female. I'm going to go with the big dude. Big mistake. I think that's one of the best parts about Survivor is every season's different. Yes, but this season is <laughs> the only different one. Like, Yeah, yeah. I think my favorite part of it is the fact that two weeks ago I said that I would give you until last week when we didn't record to give me Kane <laughs> and you'd get to pick someone new. But then we didn't record, so you didn't get the opportunity to give me Kane. And so now we both lost. <laughs> well... Because is is your winner pick Heidi? Is that correct? No, my I ended up going with Matthew because you bullied me into it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you yeah, were yeah. you were high on Heidi though. Heidi was first, Heidi's in there, and and then she went down. But I will say her stock is rising slightly. Mm-hmm. She is having things to do. This strategic side of her that I think you noticed early on is like showing more and more, and now she has an idol. So I like. Heidi is not a a bad pick if you want to like pick a sleeper winner. Look at we go picking sleeper winner. Yeah, I I I mean finding an idol is a huge huge check in her in her column for sure. Um, I she's not. Yeah, nope. We don't talk about it. Never mind. Um, yeah, we just don't hear <laughs> much from her. But she, but I think she's doing a great job behind the scenes for sure. Not that right. I'm not going to reference it at all, but I'll just pull up the uh, confessional count. Just, just you know, just just for fun. Giggles. Yeah, I like it. Literally, doesn't matter. Like none of it's important. Uh, why can't I just find it? Where? 
Oh, if we were to talk about anything edit wise, I think there's somebody who's getting an interesting edit and I can't tell if it's to make them look like an idiot or just make them look like they're doing stuff. It's not Jamie. And they're going to last a long time. Huh? Is it Jamie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. Well, okay. let's talk about Jamie because I, I am so confused what her arc is going to be. Yeah. I think that is the biggest question mark because the fact that we have spent so much time talking about this idol that she thought she had and it led to absolutely nothing. In in fact, it led to a very weird move pre-tribal where they're swapping advantages. Like I I guess like their their thinking was the uh, knowledge is power could be in play, mm-hmm. which it it isn't. But how would they know that? I I suppose. So they're swapping advantages. Her fake idol that we just can't stop hearing about just goes away without even a mention of it, and she wasted an extra vote from Lauren. Hilarious. And Kane didn't even vote with them. No, that's what fascinates me more than anything else. I, yes, no, well, because the extra vote. Was it supposed to be a vote split? It was supposed to be a vote split. So Kane probably thought that all of the Tika people were going to vote with him. It was going to be 4-3-3 on Kane, Jamie, and Heidi. That had to have been what what the plan. No, Danny, Danny, Heidi, and Kane. Danny, Heidi, and well, I guess they didn't know where those votes were going. Yeah, it had to that had to have been the plan. Is that yep? I remember them talking about a four three split, and then yeah, the other ones would have just voted for Kane. Yeah, no, I mean that that logically tracks with like the extra vote. The Franny uh, vote for Jamie is interesting. Yeah, I I wonder if that's just a a safety net in case there's nile but then no because if they're splitting the vote i don't know it doesn't it doesn't like completely add up uh i did i did wonder though is there a potential that like i said earlier um if you know where the vote is going and if you're that confident where the vote is going could you use this for future something so I don't know what this gets her voting for Jamie, but maybe knowing like, hey, we have Tika here. We're all going to vote for this person, especially if Franny's safe. She doesn't have anything to lose. Mm-hmm. Like worst case scenario, you know, Danny or Heidi goes, which, yes, is a bummer for her, I'm sure. But like, I don't know. I think that could be an option. Potentially. Yeah. I would I, I wish we could hear like reasoning behind votes every week. I wish they would just release those because sometimes it's like, oh, that's obvious. Yeah, that makes sense. Or they'll like cover it briefly the next episode. But a lot of times they'll just kind of leave it out there. And I'm not a fan of that. But to go back to Jamie for a moment, because yes. I feel like we're going away no, from that we... a little bit. So before we before yeah, we finish finish your thought, <laughs> stop talking about Jamie. I see a world where she gets to final tribal council and part of her argument is that she had an idol, but to avoid a knowledge for his power, she gave it to Kane. And then he, cause no one in the game knows that it's not, that, that it's not a real idol. So, I mean, people might recognize it, I guess, from the other tribes and what the fake idols looked like. But as far as anyone is concerned, it's a real idol. Cause Matthew left and didn't tell anybody that it wasn't, or did he, he told Carson. So I guess Carson knew. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because now it's just <laughs> she thinks lot. she lost a real idol and nobody really knows that that's not true, I guess, I guess except for Carson. That didn't occur to me until right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if that if she were to make it to final tribal, which wouldn't be a surprise to me at this point, because um, I don't think anybody's super worried about her, uh, but she thinks she's the best in the world. So, yeah, yeah. something to be uh, looking out for. Yeah, I I don't I don't know what to make of her. I I, I truly don't like. I I kind of love it. like I want her to stick around just forever, but I want her to stick around with a fake idol, and I'm bummed she doesn't have that. 
Mm-hmm. I'm bummed she doesn't have that to talk to us. So, like, I want to hear her explain to us that she is an idol. I want her to tell other people, hey, don't worry. I got you. I got, you know. There was like a 30 second confessional of her just giggling about what about my idol? What if they know about my idol? What am I going to do with my idol? Like just mm-hmm. freaking out. Mm-hmm. And it's just like just la- laughing at her like you're you're dumb. That's not and it's not her fault. I think it was a real idol, too. You have no reason not to think that because Survivor's never done this where they just throw out fake idols. Now, for future seasons, maybe people are – I don't like, how do you stop that? How do you – where do you go from now? Because every future Survivor player is going to, in the back of their mind, think, hey, this could be a planted fake idol. I feel like it adds – yeah, I don't like that. I hadn't even considered the downstream impact of future seasons. Like, that sucks. I don't like it at all. I really don't because part of having an idol is like you want to strategize with that, like knowing, hey, mm-hmm. I'm safe. How can I use this now? And I don't think people are going to be able to do that. Because there's that layer of like this might not work. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, like it almost discourages big moves. A hundred percent discourages big Cause moves. Because it's like oh i can just play an idol and do something cool it's like oh but that might not work and it might just screw me over and that's not worth it and i think that has that's that is a perfect example of what i mentioned earlier where it's like the more stuff you throw in here the the more it discourages those types of plays because you don't know what's out there i mean the fact that they like swapped a fake idol with an extra vote tonight because of an advantage that they saw last season and two seasons ago You know, like Mm -hmm. they're basing their entire strategy off of things that they saw on the show that aren't actually happening. But now they're all paranoid because of what's been out there. Fake idols that people make, I think, are interesting because that's the yeah. And I'm not going to rehash this. I don't like the the production given fake idols, people making idols. That's a whole other story. That's just gamesmanship from them. Um, Yeah. Well, how do you feel about players making their own? Uh, individual immunity like hear me out okay all the players get together on their own terms like let's say they have an off day you know before the next tribal it's like Mm -hmm. hey we're all going to do this competition we're going to take this cup and all throw a ball in a cup and whoever gets it they just all scouts out or we're not going to vote for this person they go they go beyond the producers well how would you feel if that ever happened fascinating are you following (laughs) Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. If I ever went on Survivor, so there would be no way to enforce start, it necessarily. No, it would just be like this trust, like, hey guys, like, let's be cool. All right. We we all agree to the rules, you know. I, I would, feel like production wouldn't let them do it. I would try so hard if I go on Survivor to have an alternate individual immunity challenge. <laughs> I feel like production would for sure push against it. We but, we get back from the challenge. I go, okay, guys, ready for round two. This is your second shot at individual. There's going to be two people safe this week. And everyone just, it's like, oh, cool. Because why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you want to be safe that week? I would, oh, imagine you like have an immunity idol and everyone knows it. You have a massive target on your back because of it. So you do that. You say, I will give you this real immunity idol. Whoever wins this. Oh my gosh. That would be so fun. I mean, why would they stop that? Like the logic that be- season one, this dude was voting alphabetical, you know, like that's true. There doesn't have to be reasons for why you vote the way you vote. It's a, it's a social game. And so I think that's just part of it is I'm adding this out. Like this is me being a social player here. That would be fascinating. No one's ever. I'm all in. Any, No one's ever thought about this. I we would gotta... love that so much. It's. <clears throat> I feel like it's a risk, and people would be nervous about being the one, like the one less person being an option to vote out. Yeah, you would really need to establish the culture, because like yep. once it gets going, like by week three and four, you know, like you're not going to be the first one to break this pack. You all have. Yeah, it's almost like you're on the merge, and it's like week one of the merge. And you're like, hey, guys, let's, like, wager something in this. Um, Nothing major in the game. Maybe it was, like, fire tokens a few seasons ago. Obviously, we don't have those right now. But, like, that's an example of, like, oh, we'll just wager fire tokens. And then the next week, you're like, all right, let's do this. And then as time goes on, you're like, hey, we have this free day. Let's do this challenge. Oh, I have an idea. What if whoever wins gets this immunity idol? And then it's just, like, game on. 
And you get mm. yeah. I think if it was okay, I think if it was the immunity idol, I think people would be do it or would do it, and I think production would let it happen. I think yeah. I guess they'd probably let it happen either way. I would like, but I'd be real nervous. I would have one week of just like trivia, and it's yeah. just like, but I would I would have the answers like slightly wrong, and there's just no way to fact check, so it just yeah. turns into like this endless debate about like. <laughs> You know, <laughs> who, who who was the 19th president? <laughs> you manipulate who's getting points just based on that. Yeah. And so it turns into this like <laughs> this, this, this power structure of just corruption where like people can't flat out accuse me of like skewing the results of these competitions. But like they think, but that's what I'm doing, right? So like I'm just helping my alliance out. I'm giving them immunity every single week, and no one can prove anything. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I'm ups. Oh, man, I'm bummed that I just publicly declared my whole plan for winning Survivor. I think that <laughs> it would be tough because the people that, that aren't on your side, like yeah, it would have to be like this this culture of it, and that would have to be cultivated somehow because. If you're not in my alliance, I'm not trusting you to score that trivia challenge. Well, you, you'd have to do it on early on. Like I'm first pushing merge. Back. Like yeah. the very first merge before like everyone's feeling each other. I was like, hey guys, let's just have some fun, you know? Like like we we can politic later on, but before we do that, let's just like let's save let's let's save someone, right? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that'd be so interesting. Uh it would be you'd have to have a lot of so who who in this season do you think if they propose that everyone would do it? Uh, that's a good question. I want to say Carson, but I don't know if that's true. Carson's my only Carson's my only guess. I think Carson's the only one that could get everybody. Carson has like the clout and the rapport with enough people. I, I, maybe like to Jam get back Jam. to the actual game. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, maybe Jam Jam, but just the personality wise, I don't know if people would actually trust him. Okay, back to the actual game. Enough of this. <laughs> so, so stupid I thought. No, I love it. I think that's a great idea, and I would love to do that. Um, it it amazed me that Franny was like, "Hey, Tika's a problem. We should do something about that now." And the people she suggested to vote out were Jam Jam and Carolyn. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very very telling. And yes, it's just yeah. one person's opinion on who should be targeted, but I think everybody sees Carson as a large threat that's watching the season. I think they say see him as a smart, strategic, and also like very socially strong player. Um, mm-hmm. not super strong or anything like that, like physically, but every, every in every other way. So the fact that he's skating by and nobody seems to be concerned about him is very, very interesting to me, and excites me because I think he's probably. Outside of Carolyn, my favorite this season. All right, so here here's my take. I think he's skating by because I don't think he's a big threat. Yeah? I don't think he's a big threat like he once was. It's one of those like we're reading it or reading it incorrectly or it's just shifted since early season. I think we, and I'm included in this. Yeah. Perhaps might be inserting things that aren't there because we okay. want him to be that. Because if you look at the past three episodes, what has he like actually done that he could use for a resume other than this playing the middle, playing a low, you know, I'm under the radar. That's kind of it. And he's playing it. For... Along okay, with Jam Jam and Carolyn. Mm-hmm. I would argue I'm not looking for a resume builder at this stage of the game. Um, I'd also argue that I think he, if he's playing up this, like, I feel super sick and feel gross just to look weaker, like, that's super effective. I don't know if he is, but and I don't even know if he sa- could say that he is because I think people would be upset because they'd feel lied to if he was like, yeah, I, w- I actually felt fine and I was just lying to you. Um, but yeah, this isn't the stage of the game where I'm looking for a resume builder because this is the stage of the game where when you do something that's worthy of a resume, you're next out. I suppose so. Does that make sense? I, I guess so. I'm just like, when, he... when you look at the votes and you look at like who's <laughs> yeah. dictating them, 
it's not him. He's kind of just along yeah. for the ride. I'm, I'm su- well, I think that could be intentional too. And yes, I'm probably superimposing some like intelligent gameplay onto him because I have the whole picture and I want him to be this smart. But I'm not sure where I was going with that. But yeah, I, uh, I feel like so, yeah, I feel, feel like there is a level of that. I think I, I can accept that. I, I think he is playing a good game, and I think mm-hmm. he's playing a game that's going to get him to the end. But I don't think it's because he's a threat and no one sees it. I just don't think he's a huge threat. I think that's okay. where I'm at. Like, I don't... I can't, at this point in the game, I can't see him leading the charge on a, you know, flipping the vote or something like that. I don't see, like even his closest allies, Carolyn and Jam Jam, like I don't see this tight bond between him and them where like, I don't know. It just, it feels very loose. And I think again, he is playing under the radar and I think he's going to go far because of that. But I think like, just because you play under the radar and get to the end, I don't know if he's going to have to do something more. And I don't know if I see that something more at the moment. I think I'd push back. <laughs> Excuse me, that one snuck up on me. I think I'd push back a little bit. <clears throat> Jeez. Mostly because you were just talking about all of this social clout that he had to like convince everybody to do a second immunity challenge. So then to say that he wouldn't have the social clout, I would say, is a good word for it again, to flip a vote feels... Feels like they're similar. They're not the exact same thing. Getting people to do like this fun game and an additional like that's a different thing. I know, I know than changing a vote, but he has that clout regardless. So I think he does have the capability. But me being a big Survivor fan, this is not the stage of the game where I'm trying to flip a major vote because I don't want to like put myself in the driver's seat at this point. And so yes, I'm superimposing. This is what I was gonna say earlier. I'm superimposing that logic into him not doing anything at this point which like you said probably not super fair unless he says it specifically um but yeah i think that's i think that's where i'm at with it Mm -hmm. does that make sense it makes sense i just think it's all going to depend on whether or not he actually does something because like if he Mm -hmm. goes home next week i think you look at his whole game and say it wasn't a good game yeah as opposed to like if if franny goes home next week I'm going to look at it and say, wow, she played a good game. She was just a threat. If mm-hmm. Carson goes home, I don't think it's because he's a threat. Mm-hmm. I think I see him and I see him in this season's Jesse in some ways. And I think that's what you're saying. We're like that. I don't think he's earned like the level of like threat that Jesse, I think, would have had mm-hmm. socially and like strategically at this point. So, yeah. Yeah. That's my that's my hot take because I know pe- people are still hot on Carson and I see why like I'm not I don't hate him, I I think he's playing a good game I do, I just he has the tools but is are they actually being used in the way that we think they are? But I also do wonder. I mean, like you mentioned, like is he playing up the being sick card? I also think that there is part of him that is wasn't fully prepared for what this does to you, <laughs> and. Yeah. I think there is a there is a big possibility that that slowed down his momentum of where he wanted to take this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's absolutely possible. Like he packed on thirty pounds, but that's not it's not the healthiest thing in the world, and it's not going to like stop all of this that he's going through right now. I think. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, and I think it is tough because. I think when your closest allies, like I said, are Carolyn and Jam Jam, is anyone ever fully going to have control of those two? I don't know. Certainly not. Those those are probably the two hardest people on this season to like convince. Hey, this is what we should do. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they both have their plan and both have know what they want to do. Yeah, like Carolyn's voting out Danny because Danny didn't ask her about her tattoos. And Jam Jam is just literally going in order of who wrote down his name. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Jam Jam. Do we think I don't I don't think it's being presented as him actually getting out the people like I don't think he's dictating the people who are getting out each week. I don't think I just don't think that's the case. Or would uh, you would you push back? Would you th- would you say that he is? No, I, I guess I don't that's think he is. 
and, and like when he like yeah i i don't think he's responsible for getting josh out i don't think he's responsible maybe matt i don't but like it was between the two of them like did did jam jam really convince the three ratu people like hey vote out matt instead of me i don't know like no. it's <laughs> They were all. They did it because that everybody knows he's close to Franny, and right. That's how it was presented to us. Yeah, I mean, they just know that Soko Soko was stronger at the time. I think, like you know, it was like, hey, there's going to be four Soka going into the merge, or not? They were already at the merge. They were at the merge with two tribes. They're kind whatever. of at the merge. Like keeping Jam Jam is only three Tika. I don't know. It makes sense to me why they went out yeah, for Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like last week, uh, Jam Jam voted for Franny, so he didn't even vote for Brandon, and mm-hmm. it, he knew that the idol was being in play. So, like last week's vote, a hundred percent had nothing to do with him. And did Brandon vote for him last week? Uh, was that the only time Brandon ever voted, or when did Brandon vote for Jam Jam? Uh, the week that Josh went home. Oh yeah, he did. Yep. Okay. I see that now. That was that was a interesting vote that I'm still yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It's an odd one. Um yeah, I don't think he's dictating it, but boy do I think there's a good chance if he makes it to final tribal he can say that he was and people are going to buy it. Gives me gives me Gabler vibes. Don't say that. Okay. Well, here, here's what my experience was last night. So I was, uh, I didn't watch the episode probably until like eleven o'clock at night or something. So I hop on Facebook as I should never do, but I did. And of course, the Survivor fan group is right there, ready to go with their takes. Yes. The first post I see is yes, Jam Jam is gone. He wasn't gone. I watched this entire episode. Thinking that he Assuming was going to be, he was. I thought that I had it spoiled. So let me tell you, the whole time I'm like, "Wow, Jam Jam's name isn't even coming up." Once they started doing the live tribal and whispering, my mind said, "Oh, so this is where his name gets brought up." Yep. No, never. I've had that before too, where it's like <laughs> I'm convinced somebody's going home, and then they just don't, and I'm like, "Oh, all right, cool." And I, I obviously, I didn't click the comments or anything because I didn't want more spoiled. I was like, oh, come yeah. on. I wish I wouldn't have saw that. So I'm like trying to forget knowing that I saw it. Mm-hmm. I got to look at that post and see what the heck was going on. Or I must have. <laughs> I, so stupid. Jam Jam is an, a fascinating one. And I don't even know if I like like him. I still like him as a personality. I wish I guess he, he keeps was things interesting. Yeah, I think when he's not trying to be so strategic, he's very fun. But it is yeah. where he starts to talk a little about the game, and I'm like, I don't think you're seeing the full picture there. When he gets like to his vendettas, and he's like, I gotta get this person. It's like, or he's like bitter about something. It's like, all right, dude, come on, calm down. Mm-hmm. He's got a nasty side, I think. Well, I think that's all of uh, the people that voted for him, though. Oh, really? No one else? Oh, wait. I see Lauren. Or, no, that's not true, because Lauren had to. That was when Heidi... Yeah, they the... stole her vote. My mistake. I'm just looking at the sheet here. It says Lauren voted for Jam Jam. But there's a little asterisk next to it that I... Little nine? Didn't click. Are we on the same site? <laughs> Survivor fandom. Wiki. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, who else from this episode... Do we need to talk about still Lauren? I mean, making plays, man. <laughs> Is that serious? Or... Nope, not even a little bit. Uh, she's just the only person we haven't mentioned yet by name, and other than you saying uh, her name three seconds ago. Yeah, she's not doing really anything. She's just kind of there. It's even more confusing the fact that she won immunity because typically, like the purple edits, legitimately like just don't do anything like the entire game and it's like oh okay i see why they didn't but like this person won immunity and we still don't know anything about her it's a little weird like you think Mm -hmm. they wanted last week she only had one confessional she won individual immunity and only had one confessional that episode that shows how little she has to do with this season which is is baffling that's crazy honestly 
Okay, would it surprise you though that throughout the whole season, uh, Kane only has one more confessional than her? Yes. Yeah. So or like, like, they, like as yeah. far as screen time, they're not far off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Kane is so much more memorable because he got all his D and D jokes in, and whatnot. Yeah, he, he's a real nerd. He's such a nerd, man. He talks about Jedi and stuff. Did you hear that, dude? <laughs> There's nothing more nerdy than like in Star Wars, right? <laughs> yeah, I hate I, I hate that stuff. She doesn't have any votes against her. She it's just her and Carson that are left that don't have any votes against them. Worth noting. So, uh what you're saying They're is basically, Lauren basically the same is player. yeah, just as much a threat as Carson. Yeah, honestly, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Uh, was there anything else uh, from Tribal Council? I know I kind of mentioned live tribal. I don't. I'm still in the camp that I wish they couldn't stand up. I think it might have been two seasons ago. There was one recent season where there was a live tribal, but they did such a good job transcribing it, like with subtitles for us. Yeah. And that was the only time. It's only happened once. And this one, like, mm-hmm. there was some. I don't know. I feel like I'm neutral on it, but most of the time it feels like a show and I don't know if it actually has led to anything. Yeah. It's usually people. The only time that I feel like it really, really changed that I can remember off the top of my head is the one in season 40. Yep. Um, And that was my least favorite of all time. Cause it that was, was literally the worst like, one. let's huddle up with our Alliance in this corner and talk about what we're going to do. Like that's, yep. That's awful. Hate that so much. And so, honestly, I'll deal with this all day as long as it's not that. And it was tough because it was people that I liked that decided that. But, yeah. Yeah. I did think uh, my favorite part about the live tribal was how much Franny was trying to flush Jamie's idol. Because Mm -hmm. (laughs) she kept saying, she's like, I heard your name. I heard, like, she, like, for us, it felt so, like, Franny, you're trying way too hard here to make her paranoid. (laughs) But I love it. And I think maybe that plays into my theory of her wanting to write down Jamie's name. To I like that bit. Like, I just want her, I just, the whole season, I want this bit to continue a phrase. Like, Jamie, I think, I think you might, I think you might need to go find an idol or something. <laughs> Freaking Jamie. Uh, I think that's most of everything. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, What's real it? quick. Last thing, unless you have another thing. No, go for it. We should talk about the rice negotiating because that was. Oh, okay. Yeah. I felt uh, like there was something that I was forgetting. That was a little different than previous seasons, at least the way the players handled yeah. it with each other. It was. First of all, they didn't push back at all. It was just like, Jeff's like, I need four. And they were just like, all right, let's get four. I would have fought for three. I would have been like, Jeff, if we get you three when they were, when they had three ready to go. And it, yeah. I don't know. I'd sit out for sit out for rice. I, I think I think we've talked about this. I think we've talked about this. And my my theory is lines up with Kane. Uh, Kane said it perfectly in this episode where he's like, I saw the challenge. I knew I probably couldn't win. And I feel like the last time we talked about this, you did have the response where it's like anyone can win. Any, you know what I mean? And I, I agree with that. But I do think like there are some people that like have a little self-awareness of this isn't my strength and so it it always bugs me when you see people who don't sit out but then they drop from the challenge within like two seconds it's like okay well Mm -hmm. cool you should have sat out then and i could have competed yeah i i see that and it's like yeah i wouldn't have i wouldn't have been able to do that so i think i have said that in the past but also i knew that i can't balance well on one foot and that's kind of a crapshoot a lot of times because especially with the rain, I would not have taken my chances with the rain. I would have been like, you know what, I'm gonna sit out. I wouldn't have expected people to not vote for me if that was actually something that people thought was gonna be taken seriously, which we should talk about that too. Um, but yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, they should have tried to trade for something or like Brought, if they do they have fishing supplies that they just don't know how to use because you should bring your fishing supplies and be like Jeff how about two people and we give you our fishing supplies hmm. like negotiate <laughs> that's what you're supposed to be doing yeah well I think they were so caught up 
because among the players, there was even like disagreement on should we sit out? And mm-hmm. I think Danny was fascinating with this bold, like, let's be the season that doesn't sit out. Like, let, let's let's compete. Come on, guys. Like, let's do it. Like, we don't need. I was like, what is going on with this this man? <laughs> he's just going to vote for whoever has won the most immunity challenges if he's on the jury. That's just what's going to happen. <laughs> but that's what he thinks Survivor is, is just people who compete. He doesn't care about the social and strategic movement. I think we see that. And he's not super great at those things. Uh, no. The, the the only part of me, and I I don't think this is what he was doing at all, but if it was me, I think what you do is you play that card, but only seeing how weak everyone else is. Because again, like Carson is, okay, like Matt was the wounded bird of the season. It's not Carson. Carson is the official mm-hmm. wounded bird of this half of the season where yep. he's just like crying. He's like, please give me food. Guys, please sit out for me. I need rice. So if I was Danny, I'd be well, like, it was, no, it was initially Claire. Claire? She wasn't wounded, but she never played. Oh, that's true. Anything. She sat out constantly. <laughs> but uh, if I was Danny. We haven't talked I... about her much. I thought she deserved some, so, so, her name to be said. I literally didn't know who you're talking about. That's so I sad. I could tell. <laughs> you had no idea. You thought Claire from Big Brother. I kind of did. <laughs> I was like, Claire? <laughs> I know she likes Survivor, but what? <laughs> But if I was Danny, I'd be like, okay, cool. They need rice more than me. Well, let's not get rice then. I'll be fine. They won't be. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's what he was thinking. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's an interesting strategy. And he's just so outspoken. Like, I just, you got to keep stuff in, in modern Survivor. You can't just be like, come out swinging and like saying some of the stuff that he does. I don't know. It just feels so. Especially when you're on the challenge and need to let out something, some bodily function. You should just keep it in, right? That was a weird choice. It's funny. What a weird choice. I thought that's what you were referring to when you said keep it in, you know? Nope. Well, that's all I, that's that's all I got about Survivor. <laughs> yeah. Good, uh, good two episodes overall, I think. I, I yeah, I like the season a lot. Straight up Survivor. I really do. We're, we're, on, we're on track. I know we said that last season. But this season, I will say, I think last season we were saying that due to, I think, Jesse, where in our minds we're like, it feels good to have a clear winner and we can just root from, you know, this season's a little different because I don't think there's a clear cut winner. I think no. there's a couple people who aren't going to win, but I think there's a good chunk that potentially could win. And at this point, I would be satisfied with several different people here. And I think yeah. that's fun. There's not a clear front runner at all. Absolutely mm-hmm. agree. I could see anybody making a case for themselves over the next couple weeks that they deserve it. Yes. So I am very much looking forward to seeing how this plays out. And my expectations are high. Even though when they're high, Survivor likes to do this little funny thing and knock them down. <laughs> you want to talk about the challenge? Yeah, hasn't been super super great in the last few episodes, admittedly. I think that's going to happen when you lose uh, Wes and Bananas back-to-back, right? Yep. <laughs> I think we said that. <laughs> losing. Uh, yeah, losing Ben. Honestly, losing Ben was a bummer because Ben keeps things interesting because no one trusts him and he just does whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of, what's their name? Uh, Amber dipping. Uh... Fairly neutral. I don't know. I feel like I do not have strong opinions on Amber when the whole world does. She's so performative. <laughs> Dude, if, if we saw what was off the cameras, you would have, like, trust me, you would hate her. She's the worst. She's just so rude, but she, like, pretends to be everyone's best friend. No, maybe she's just a nice person who's a little awkward. Like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that's Tony, a, Tony, Tony. Okay. I heard she's lying about having autism. Yeah, because that's a cool thing to lie about. Like, what? Why would somebody <laughs> lie about? Not that it's a bad thing. Oh, I hope I didn't just didn't say something that's going to get me in trouble. Wait, you but... don't? You don't? You think autism is a bad thing, Tony? No, nope, didn't say that. Um, uh, moving on. Definitely don't think that. 
but yeah, I mean, she she's she was actually pregnant. And if you're like getting morning sickness and trying to do the challenge, probably not a great place to be. And so her leave, no. leaving so that Casey could stay. I love that they let it happen. That's just a like nice thing to do. Yeah, no, that was very cool. And I I'm glad that they've learned from their mistakes because in other in previous seasons of the challenge, TJ would be like, oh, sucks for you. You're going home, too. But but then sometimes I, they'll be like, we have a backup. And it's just like, what? Yes, yes. Uh, I will say, though, I don't think they were doing it because it was the right thing to do. I think that they just didn't want to lose Ben, Casey, Amber, and. Uh, like she was going to uh, leave soon anyways. So they kind of Troy. orchestrated it. Yeah. Well, it's just like that's too many people to lose in one episode. So mm-hmm. I think they're like, oh, fine. We'll let Casey stay, you know, like. Yeah. Because they would have been screwed because we still had elimination that episode. So like mm-hmm. to lose six people, I, I feel like that's the only reason. Otherwise, they would have just been like, screw you, Casey. Yeah. And then from there, we lose the two constant people that everybody sent into elimination. Jody and Ben Ha and Tristan and Kellyanne. Yeah, fine. Don't care. Whatever. It's just completely. Kellyanne's not good whatever. at the challenge. People kept saying that she was like good. At the challenge, she's not. She is another one. Like, I understand if you find her annoying. I get that. But, like, I I feel like she does fall in that similar category of Amber, where, like, I can't figure out why people view her the way they do. In opposite ways, though. Because, like, with Amber, it's like a personality. Like, oh, we don't like her, you know, personality. or But, like, for Kellyanne, yeah, they, like, hype her up as if, like, we need to get her out now. And I'm like, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing here? Because to me, she should just float her way to the end every season, right? Yeah, they weren't that great of a duo, and I wouldn't be intimidated by them. So, yeah, let them win. Like, that's not a bad place to be. Yeah, I don't know. She She's not good at whipping up votes. Like, this, this most recent episode when she's, like, trying to convince people to do things, she's going to people who will never want to work with her. And then getting upset when they don't do what she wants them to do. Like, it's just a very confusing way to do it. Especially when she turned them down earlier in the game and went against them. Like, it's just, I know you have to, like, turn over every rock and try everything you can to try to stay out of elimination, whatever. But, yeah, she, they were just kind of screwed at this point. Yes. Completely screwed. Uh, what? Who's left, though? I don't know. I, I always... Like, I think there's hope for this to be a good ending. I think it's just like a weird season. Because like typically, I think whenever there is a a central conflict with the house or like a couple people, usually gets wrapped up, you know, mid-season and then new one arises and this and that. But it's like, I mean, the whole season has just been about Danny and Tori, like mm-hmm. the entire season. And it's still not. We done. just keep going back to that well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now I think... they're they're at some some level of agreement, but Sarah's not in on it. Because next they're supposed yeah. to take out Emily and yes, but Sarah's not going to do that. And I don't actually have anything against Emily and yes, but the fact that they work with Sarah makes me not like them. I just yes is so boring to me. Every he time is. I see him in his stupid hat, I'm like, take that hat off. That's how and I he's feel. like really really cocky and i can't decide if he deserves to be or not absolutely not he won the first all-star season against a bunch of old people it was all the old people at that point this had, this was before the other ones wes and jordan were on you were you mm-hmm. know like this is no get out of here your your biggest competition was Darrell, and Darrell hasn't been good in 10 years mm-hmm. yeah Darrell. Like, there's always that level of, like, oh, he's decent, but then, yeah, he never does anything actually interesting. And he's boring. He's so boring. He he's very boring. Like, could not be more dull of a personality to engage in politics. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm starting to get... Uh, a couple episodes ago, I was like, like, oh, this could be going somewhere, and now I'm just like, oh, we're still here. Yeah, like we're literally just still here. So who knows? Who knows how it's gonna wrap up? Out of all these teams, like I'm very neutral on like most of them of who I want to win. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just I don't care that much. <laughs> I'd love to see Jordan and Cass. 
kind of where I'm at. That's probably my number one. And outside of that, it's a long drop to number two. What did you think of Emily rolling the rolling the little was that dune buggy that she was driving? I guess I don't even know. Yeah, didn't uh did two people flip it? Except Tori that? rolled onto her side. Emily rolled like four times. Right, right, right. That was it. Or maybe it was like twice, but they just played it over and over and looped it. It looked like there was no uh what's the word? It it did not look safe what they were driving. <laughs> no, no, not like, at all. When she landed, her arm was like touching the like the ground. I was like, is yeah. there no like barrier? Like, could you not have mm-hmm. made this vehicle safer? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a weird choice and like pretty dumb to turn the wheel when you're slowing down on dirt. But still, like they should they should probably make it a little bit safer. Also. I feel like it just needs to be said, and I think this is everybody feels this way. Mm-hmm. That was not a cool challenge. No, no. It you jumped from a truck to truck and then just drove straight. You drove straight. Yeah. Like it's just not cool. And like they had to do it because of their like promotion deal. Actually make an interesting challenge if you're gonna do that, please. They have all sorts of challenges with trucks and cars. Like, if you want to stick Optimus's Optimus Prime's face on a truck, make it a cool truck challenge. Like it's not that hard mm-hmm. to do. And the fact that they hyped it up like, hey, this is this is a stunt that we did in the movie. What's the stunt? Like, where's the stunt? You drove straight. You got in a car and hit the gas. That's all you did. But you drove out of a, a truck. I don't care. But I Nathan, don't care. You don't you just don't understand. Nobody nobody cares about this Transformers movie, okay? Like it is. That's true. Like, what are we? And it comes out in two months. Two months. Are we really oh, wow. hyping up a movie? Yeah, it's like mid June. That's tough. That's bad. What timing. is this? I didn't know this would get you this upset. I'm excited. Oh. I'm having fun. <laughs> You're just living. You, you made a big <laughs> mistake bringing up Transformers, Tony. Never have I ever seen such a slightly above average first movie drops so hard with the sequels mm-hmm. bumblebee was good yeah bumblebee was actually really good good point so why don't they keep doing that why are we going back to optimus prime because optimus prime is the money maker people don't have taste they do not any other any other takes nathan on what transformers or the challenge uh, either or, I'll, I'll leave it open ended. Yeah, we'll save them. We'll save right, them cool. for our big movie review bonus oh, episode of Not Game All Personal. <laughs> Don't you dare tempt me. <laughs> what if we just had bonus episodes of stuff that wasn't even relevant? <laughs> did not relate at all. I'm trying to think of like what else we could even do that would be <laughs> the series finale of Succession. Seven episodes talk- talking about that for some reason. <laughs> Hey guys, we know that the fan base might be a very small overlap here, but we're just gonna. <laughs> but just in case you wanted to hear our thoughts, we're just gonna dive in. We do like a, we do a whole uh round of D and D on here. <laughs> just hey, I got the people. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, new episode of Not Game All Personal. Okay, what the? What? The, why are they playing D and D? Hey Nathan, pick a number between one and twenty. Uh, lucky number nine. Give me 13. You ready? What is it? Nathan, it was a nine. Well, that was so impressive. That's a good place to end it. Do you see it? That's a good place to end it. Well, you just picked up a dice, so you could have moved it wherever you want. No, but it was really a nine. I don't actually believe you that it was a nine. No, it was. <laughs> okay, okay, we have to do it again. We have to do it there again. There's no part of me that believes you. That was we a have nine. to do it again. We have to do it again. Okay. Guess. Uh, 14. 12. That was close. Taking a picture. You could have moved it. That doesn't no, work. No, I didn't, though. My right, hands are... I'm ending this episode. For more no, episodes. No, hey, give me one more. One more. One more. Visit notgameallpersonal.com. Two. Yes. Five. This is the worst way we could ever end this episode.
Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere else to podcast. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NGAPPod. That is at NGAPPod. I'm Nathan. Uh, this is Tony. And we will see you next week. Or. <laughs>